Hi, this is David. I just want to take this opportunity to welcome you to this special bonus edition of the Stream of David podcast. This is actually one of our episodes from our new podcast, the second podcast that we have created called the Taya Practice, the TYA Practice. The Taya Practice is a little different than the Stream of David. The Stream of David is all about the teachings of the stream. The Taya practice, however, is the practical application of the stream's teachings that I have created now and taught to people all over the world. It works, it will raise your vibration, it will absolutely change your life. And on the Taya practice podcast, we are having guests that are Taya practitioners that are coming on, sharing their very inspiring, high vibrational stories with you and discussing how they got to where they are in their journey. My intention with this podcast is for it to inspire you. My intention with this podcast is to help you learn the Taya practice if that's your desire. So please listen to this special bonus episode and go over to wherever you listen to podcasts and subscribe. Be sure to rate and review and share it with anyone that you think might benefit from it. Thanks a lot for listening. Welcome to the Taya practice podcast where you will learn an upgraded operating system for your life. And if you'd like to dive further into the Taya world, you can visit thetayapractice.com. That's the T-Y-A-Practice.com. You can search for the Taya Practice on TikTok, Instagram, Facebook, and YouTube. So subscribe to our channels and join the global community of Taya practitioners. The, the law of attraction is sort of, like, like I said, it's a very sexy thing to talk about that draws people in, but either you get frustrated by it and quit, and declare that it's not true, or you become a student and continue learning the other aspects of it because it's just a piece of the pie. Welcome to the Taya Practice Podcast. I'm here today with Taya Bootcamp graduate and friend, Erica Lynn. Hi, Hello. Erica. Hello. How are you? I'm wonderful. Thank you for having me. I'm really excited to catch up. Yeah, it's been a while. It's probably been six months or so since we've actually interacted. Probably more than that. Or longer. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it doesn't mean that I'm not um, following and, and seeing what's happening, but as far as like you and I, yeah, and the time is just, I feel like it's just flying by. You know, I, I, it's, I can't believe it's already May. It's, 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 it's crazy. So I'm, I'm grateful to have this time with you and your audience and do a quick catch up and share with you what's happening in my life and how I'm applying what I've learned in Taya and how that's panning out. Yeah, let's dive into it. You're, you're going to say it's terrible. It's the worst thing I ever did. <laughs> I have no idea. I have, we haven't <laughs> talked. Literally, we're, we're jumping on here and, and chatting. So so how quite, is it going? Tell us about quite, your practice and what's going on for you. Yeah, quite the opposite. So, um, you know, one of the things that I'm finding with, you know, I, I graduated boot camp right before the pandemic, right? December of 2019. And 2020 is going to be my year, like everybody said. <laughs> well, things went a little bit sideways. So um, a quick update. Um, when I graduated Taya, right before the pandemic, I was um, in a relationship which has since um, um, ended. That was a little bit over a year ago, February of 2022. So uh, the beginning of 2022... A five-year relationship ends. My mother was then diagnosed with breast cancer. She is okay now, thank goodness. Um, and I taught her a lot of the things that I've learned in Taya to help her through it, um, which we'll get into. Um, and then in December, my dad fell 
um, in his backyard, punctured a few of his lungs, I'm sorry, his ribs, and uh, had a punctured lung, and six weeks later he passed. So it's been quite, it's been, it's, it's been, yeah, it's just, it is what it is. Uh, so when I moved out of um, my boyfriend's house, I, I'm staying with a friend of mine who has a studio apartment. And so I've been here since last February, just trying to get my feet back on the ground and seeing, you know, what my options are and all that good stuff. So um, one thing I wanted to share with you about the tide practice is what's happening in the moment right now, which I think is really timely. So um, I had um, started a new job, which didn't work out, and I had left this job about maybe like three or four weeks ago. And I've got some money saved, so I was okay, but I was thinking, you know, what's my next move? Where am I going to work? And I thought, I'm just going to let the universe surprise and delight me, okay? And after um, I left this job, I went back down to Virginia with my stepmother and just, you know, had some time to, like, time together and just, you know, I really, like, hurt. my dad passed and I went right back to work and I really haven't, didn't really give myself time to grieve. So I went down to Virginia for about a week, came back, and my friend said, oh, we're going to sell the house probably in June. And I said, okay. I have no job and I may have no place to live because she lives in the suburbs and most people who buy houses in the suburbs want to get in before school year starts. And so I remember feeling this moment like, of complete peace and clarity. The first time she, when she told me, I was like, oh, it's gonna happen in June. Okay, well, that's coming up quick. Um, and then this this peace came over me. And I, I remember journaling about this a few months ago about how I really have to get into the, I don't have to do anything, I let me rephrase. It is in my best interest to just allow the universe to surprise and delight me. And remember that the universe has my back. And I've been really like just talking, you know, writing a lot about how it's been helping over the years. But this time around, now I have an opportunity to really trust the universe. Um, I can either panic, which a lot of people would under these circumstances. Uh, you know, at this moment, I don't have a steady income and I may not have a place to live in a few months. And I am so excited. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to Taya. <laughs> exactly. You're going to blow up your life, start messing with your vibration, right? It is a remarkable way to live your life. And, you know, when I share this with people, everyone's like, that's amazing. You know, like, how, how are you? So anyway, the reason I'm sharing this, in addition to being peaceful and feeling calm, because this is a moment for me to really test the waters. I have literally given control up to the universe. I have literally just completely given all control over. I have taken a backseat. And the, circ the, the things that have been happening in the last few weeks are absolutely mind-blowing. And so not only <laughs> do I have an opportunity to relocate and already have two places to live without having to sign leases or anything like that, I have two opportunities to live in Florida, either on the East Coast or the West Coast, I have my choice. Um, and I also have, an, I may have an opportunity on the East Coast of Florida. 
to do some really significant work through a friend of mine who uh, whose boyfriend is 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 doing this business and he wants to open up a, a a clinic right where my friend on the east coast lives that's where i would be living it literally fell in my lap david this opportunity literally fell in my lap i wasn't looking for a job i'm not on in on any of the websites i'm not i'm not hammering at it literally i i took a back seat and this opportunity in every sense of the word fell on my lap literally and I have to remind myself and your audience that it is a hard thing to do, to let go. I'm not kidding. Like, it is a hard thing to just, all yeah, right. Yeah, we, we live in a, I call it the matrix. We live in a matrix that runs on fear and judgment, mm -hmm. by and large, not completely. But the, the matrix tells us you need to be scared. You need to be worried. You need to have your nest egg. And you need to have your job security. And you need to have your place to live nailed down. And you should be grieving your, your father's loss. And that's one of the worst things you can ever experience. And you know, your relationship ended and that had to be very traumatic and painful. We hear, we're fed that stuff all day long. And whatever your experience is in any and all of those things is your experience. But th this gives you the tools to navigate it differently. I love hearing that you just let go and, and really allow the abundance of the universe to show up. I literally, this is, and, and it's funny because, you know, when I was in such a different place in my in my journey when I first met you and started boot camp. And you know when the teacher, the student is ready, the teacher appears. Although I went through boot camp, I'm still, things didn't maybe resonate as much as they do now. And now I actually get to put it into practice because this is an opportunity for me to share what I'm learning in Taya, what's literally happening in real time right now, and what will pan out because it will be something that I never would have been able to conjure up in my left brain. <laughs> it's going to be beyond anything I would have imagined. And the opportunity that I'm considering is just that. I just basically created this mantra, whatever the universe wants for me, I want to. And as long as it's coming in with love, I have nothing to worry about. I literally have nothing to worry about. And I've gotten so good with detuning Barbara who's your Clyde, mine's Barbara, Barbara, you know, from Long Barbara. Island. You know? Yeah, so to let everybody know, uh, <laughs> if, if you're uh, learning the Taya practice, and if you're listening to this, you, you are, <laughs> uh, mm -hmm. we, we use this technique where we uh, take that portion of our ego that is sort of the voice of limiting beliefs, and we give it an identity with a name that doesn't have any other meaning in our lives, so that we don't compare it to anything else. Mine was Claude. I didn't know anybody Clyde. named Claude. Yeah, it was, Clyde's pretty good too. I, although I knew a Clyde. I'm from the South. Of course, I knew some Clydes growing up. But I, um, I didn't know anybody named Claude. And it was a name that I just kind of thought that just sounds like something that would just needle at me is Claude. Oh, it's Claude, you know, piping in. And we teach everybody that. that it's a great tool because what it helps you do is it helps you separate that voice from yourself and recognize it when it starts up and then shut it down. And you get better and better at shutting it down. And eventually it barely comes around at all. Mm-hmm, exactly. So Barbara, Barbara. Um, Barbara, who my mother had a friend when I was young, her name was Barbara and she was a Yenta. Let me tell you. So, oh, and Erica's from, you're from Long Island, right? Yes. Long Island. <laughs> Long Island. Long Island. Well, <laughs> you doing? So, um, I, I became, it almost became like I was separate and I'm, I've gotten so good at catching Barbara or the thoughts that weren't serving me and literally just transmuting them and just letting them go, acknowledging and letting them go. 
um, it, I've gotten into such a habit where I don't even feel like they're coming up as often because I'm detuning them immediately. And it is one of the most remarkable feelings I've ever had because I, I feel so much more in control and it's the most empowering place I've ever been in my life. And I'm 53. I'm, I'm single now. Um, I have no baggage. I literally can do anything and go anywhere. Um, the situation I'm in now, I'm not in any kind of lease or mortgage or, you know, I don't have to give anybody notice to leave. I have a storage unit. I can literally just pick up and go anywhere I want. And I know everything is just going to work out in my favor. I, I just, it's not even like a question mark. It's, it's an absolute, it's a declaration. And I find myself sharing the story with, you know, people in my life and, you know, I get a lot of, oh, I hope it works out for you. I'm like, hope? Let's just remove that word from our vocabulary. Hope still has a question mark around it. Hope still has a little mm, wonkiness to it. Yeah, hope is not I'm, trust. Taya is all about trusting the universe. Absolutely. Which is what trust. it all comes down to. That's why we call it Taya. Trust your abundance. Trust the mm -hmm. universe. I make declarations with faith in every ounce of my being that everything works out in my favor. And I'm witnessing this and I can't wait to share this story, you know, a year from now, you know, when I'm in my new place or wherever I'm at, I don't know what that looks like because I'm not putting any limitations on it. When I talk about whatever the universe wants for me, I want to, we don't have limitations. You know, we talk about manifesting a lot, you know, Abraham does, and, you know, you want to manifest a thing or, you know, a car or a relationship and, you know, all of these things where in Taya, we learn to let go and trust and whatever is supposed to come, comes. So you're eliminating any limits. And that is something that I never really got until recently. You know, everybody's, you know, if you're on TikTok and you're on the spiritual side of TikTok, you're seeing a lot of things about manifesting, right? Like all these influencers talking about, you know, the three, six, nine method and writing it down and getting into the Well, field. people are still stuck in the mindset that, you know, that next thing or more money is what's really going to bring joy to their lives. And it took me manifesting all of that and the, the, I don't want to say emptiness, but the lack of satisfaction in it to get to a place where I could say, you know, things are nice. I still like nice stuff. I'm not talking anybody out of their nice stuff. The, the earth environment is full of beauty and wonder and experiences and material things and wonderful food and, and, and travel and all these things are great. But there is a, a joy, and some people refer to it as inner peace, but really oh. there's a, a, a joy that cannot be produced externally. It's an right. internal joy that until you get there, you don't understand really what it is, but anybody can get there. That's the good news. Anybody can get there, no matter what your bank account looks like or your mm -hmm. ethnicity or where you're from or how old you are, anyone can manifest that. And it is so far above and beyond any material experience. And I've had a lot of nice material experiences, beautiful homes and cars and all that stuff, but still it's not the same. And we live in this matrix and there is a spiritual matrix. And a lot of it is that prosperity spirituality. If you're going to manifest abundance and you're going to, you know, manifest the dream job and the dream partner and the dream body, and you're going to reverse aging, there's so much of that woven into what I call mainstream spirituality. Mm. And it's still not 
finding joy in the vibrational process that is life, meaning the ups and downs, the parent dying, the, you know, the mother being uh, ill, the house burning down, the, the job going away and all of that stuff. If you're not equipped to move through those experiences and appreciation of them, then you're going to suffer. Yep. Even with your nice stuff and your more money and your next manifestation of whatever you think the, the universe is giving you to be happy, you're still going to suffer in your judgment of what you're experiencing because there's no cure for polarity. There's no cure for vibrational flow. We're here for it. Mm -hmm. We're here for those challenges. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we come from the polarity. Us, obviously, that's what we're talking about. And having these tools from Taya have been life-changing. I don't think I would be in this situation if I wasn't a graduate of Taya boot camp, I'll be honest with you. I don't think I would have had the courage to do the things I've done. Being able to walk away from a relationship that didn't serve me, um, you know, quit a job without a backup plan. Now I'm in a situation where, you know, I have to have, I have to make a move in the next couple of months. And I just went, okay, I literally have trusted. And, you know, my goal is to just have radical appreciation for everything that's going on in my life, you know, feeling and following my joy because all of the other stuff that we just discussed are the byproducts of it. And we don't know what those byproducts are. Why should we even try to figure it out? Why don't we just find the joy follow our joy, trust that whatever the universe has in store for us will come through as long as it's for our highest good, which we know it is, whether it's good or bad, bad, there's no even, there's no such thing as bad. It's just a perspective. You know, how do we, you know, we're judging that, you know, everything's just neutral. It's just a matter of how we perceive it. And uh, it's, it's, it's the most remarkable way to live life because if it's happening now, why wouldn't I trust it moving forward? And that's really where the power lies, is just experiencing it firsthand. And I'm, I'm here for it. And I'm, I'm so grateful to have had this opportunity to learn and, it, and actually put the tools into practice because this, this, this part of my life right now is going to be the most remarkable yet. I love that. Yes. So uh, tell us about your experience with your, your parents and losing your father. And how, what was that like for you? Uh, my, my dad passed two days after his 81st birthday. Um, he fell in December and then he was in the hospital intubated over Christmas. He came out of it. He went into rehab. Um, he, he got home two days later, he had passed. Uh, my father and I, that relationship wasn't the greatest. And when he passed, everything bubbled up. And one thing that I'm finding is that he was one of my transgressors, you know, and that, that kind of shook me to my core. Like, wow, one of my transgressors is now gone. Um, and a lot of my money beliefs came from my dad. My dad lived in scarcity mindset his whole life. He never had enough. He was always stressed. You know, we weren't allowed to have, you know, the designer jeans. You know, those are the things that happened when I was young that, you know, created this belief system that, you know, money's hard to come by. And my stepmother and I were talking when I was down visiting, and she's like, your father was just constantly looking at the checking account and always, you know, didn't want to spend any money that he didn't have to, which meant that, you know, things that they actually needed, he was just like, no, he didn't even have life insurance. He didn't want to spend the money. He was terrified. 
And, you know, that lack mindset affected their relationship and affected a lot of things in his life. He never went anywhere. He never traveled. He just, he just existed. And I'll be honest, I don't want to get too woo-woo, but, you know, obviously, you know, I'm an intuitive medium. So, you know, a lot of what I've learned uh, over the years and what I've been gifted with in terms of connecting with spirit is that I know without a doubt, he's actually helping me from the other side. Um, it has been, um, he, the signs, um, have been more, I've, I've never gotten more signs in my life from anybody than like, well, it would make sense because it's my dad. So I think that his lack mindset and, and seeing me like trying to shift my belief system and, and, and living it, he's, he's want, he wants that for me. He doesn't want to see me live the life that he did. So the combination of my spirit team led by my angels, my spirit guides, and now my dad, um, and what I've learned in Thai over the years, I feel unstoppable. Like I feel the fear has just completely been washed away. And so I feel empowered. I grieved. Absolutely. Um, I've done a ton of meditating and journaling and talking to him. And I feel like we're going to have a better relationship now than we did actually in the physical. And that's an important thing to, to talk about because, you know, we all know that, you know, we all have things with our parents and, yeah, parents are in transgressors, uh, again, for people that are new to this, a transgressor is any person, circumstance or event that you are not in full appreciation of at any time in your life. And there, we have big transgressors and we have, you know, endless little things that the, until we start detuning this stuff can trigger us and bother us. But generally parents are original transgressors by design because you're born up to speed with your time. They were born up to speed with theirs. There's a connection, but there's also a separation that, that, that creates issues, that, that creates a lot of um, challenges, but we're here for the challenges. And you'll start to hear a running theme uh, in, in the practice and on this podcast, certainly, of the challenges expand us. That's our fuel for growth as, as eternal beings. So we, we talk about detuning transgressors through appreciation. Mm -hmm. And when you get into the boot camp program, that's one of the first things we do is we dive into to key transgressors. Usually they are parents. Mm -hmm. It may be religion, childhood poverty, illness, things like that. Usually uh, our, our belief system, uh, in fact, always our belief system is something that we started creating ourselves very early on, really as our own unique response to what we were manifesting around us. Yep. And that becomes our belief system. So parents have a big impact on that, both positive and negative. Mm -hmm. So it's, it's interesting that you see that. And I had the same experience, you know, I didn't have a good relationship with my mother and I, she did not speak to me for the last 20 years of her life. And she was never happy, always miserable, always broke, always angry at her, uh, my father for leaving her in 1975 from 1975 to 2014. When she crossed over, she was still not over that. And she certainly uh, was not wanting to have a relationship with me once I sort of revealed who I really was to her. And after she crossed over, I remember having a dream about her. And in the dream, she was the version of herself that I knew that she would have loved to have been in physical the, the happy, beautiful house, nice clothes. She was like laying out. She was always into clothes. And she in this dream, she was like laying out all these outfits. And she had all these little poodles running around. She loved dogs. No other people present. She didn't really like people that much. But she was in this beautiful home. I mean, she was happy. Mm -hmm. And I realized that that was my 
connecting to her energy and her now state, which is what we call completed, which means you're no longer in the physical vehicle. You're no longer bogged down by your ego, which right. delivers the human experience. You are source. Yep. So the source version of my mother is my mind filtered it was that. Yep. And that's my version of her now. And doesn't that feel good? Oh yeah. 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 Because I can appreciate her and I can even look back and appreciate the human version of her that was not nice to me, especially growing up and real. And remember that, that one of the big turning points in my life when I was 14, uh, she told me to commit suicide. She told me to kill myself. And I remember seeing her for what she was in great clarity in that moment. And it wasn't like anger. Oh my God, my mother's this monster. I can't believe what she said to me. It was, wow, she's really an unhappy person. Mm -hmm. She's really not accepting of what she's experiencing in life. And whether she hates me or not is none of my business. She brought me into the world. I'm grateful that she did that. And, it, and she told me before that she never wanted me and all this kind of stuff too. Yeah. That's none of my business. And I remember saying to her, well, I'm here. You may not want me. You may want me to die, but I am here. I'm not going anywhere. I, I'm going to have a lie. And I did. I did. I didn't let that crush me and destroy me. And I think it's because I, I was al already on that path of going inward and listening to what we now refer to as the stream, as opposed to my parents who mm -hmm. basically, you know, I, I was supposed to be the child that was going to fix their marriage and I didn't. And so they had no real use for me once they split. And this all went down when I was, you know, five, six years old. And so I had to go inward to survive. And I'm very glad that I did. It turned out to be a very good thing for me. That I, I went inward. I got my own inner guidance. I understood law of attraction way before I knew what it was called or that anyone else knew what it was called. Uh, I thought I created it at one point. Hey, I'm magic. I can think of things when they show up. <laughs> I remember talking about that around that same age. That was a huge epiphany um, age for me. It was 14. But yeah, my, I understand exactly where you're coming from about your father, that mm -hmm. now in his completed state, you have a completely different relationship with him because yeah. you've got the very the high vibration source version of him in, in its purest form. Exactly. And that's what makes it so exciting because I know that he has, me, he has my back and I feel like he's going to help me, especially around finances, because that's where I think he struggled and he wants to see the opposite for me. And I'm already seeing the signs around that in different situations where my dad's popping up with signs. And I was in the bank the other day and I was making a deposit and, um, I made a playlist for him when he passed because he loved music. So I went on Spotify, created a playlist. It makes me feel close to him. And one of the songs that I had on the playlist just happened to be playing inside the bank when I was there. And I never go in the bank. I'm always at the ATM or during the drive-thru. And I just happened to go in. And one of those songs, and I only have maybe 15 songs on that playlist. What are the chances. So I think about my dad and I know without a doubt, like you said, he's in his completed state. His ego is no longer, he is complete light and love. And lucky me, lucky me to have him in that capacity now. You know, yes, I can't call him. I can't, which I've went to do a few times because it's only been a few months since he's passed. So it's still relatively new. Sunday, especially like I used to talk to him on Sundays and Sundays are tough. So this past Sunday, I'm like, oh, I should call. Oh, 
like you have that fleeting moment like shit like he's gone but he's not in this in that sense so i i feel like this experience is also going to help me help others as well that to me is where the the teachings can be trickled to my friends and family that you know we're all in that age where we're starting to lose our parents and uh you know not preaching or pushing anybody to understand what I understand like that may not be realistic for others but it's more about meeting people where they're at and if I have a window of opportunity to you know share what I've learned and how I've grieved you know that could help somebody else um, so that to me is really what's most powerful about Taya is when you can kind of you know when you've got someone who's ready to listen you can change their lives and it's already happened to one of my friends and that's been really remarkable experience you know she actually called me on Saturday to thank me for what I've shared with her and so it's it's really um it's the work of, it's 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 the it's the work of our lives it, because mm -hmm. like you know you were saying you know this is the it is a, this is an operating system for humanity and if we have a choice on how to perceive and how to live like why wouldn't we try it this way and see what happens yeah why the matrix has I, I think the you know we, we live in duality right so the yeah. matrix has provided structure, family structure, religious structure, government structure, borders, boundaries, uh, education system. So the matrix has provided all of that to get us to where we are now. The flip side of the matrix is the fear, the judgment, the comparison that you're not good enough or this is what you're supposed to be. And if you're not that, there's something wrong with you. Mm -hmm. uh, that stuff is, is the downside of it. Well, now we've become so sophisticated that we can step out of the matrix and take the very best of it with us and leave behind the rules and the judgment and the fear that sort of forced people into to participating in the matrix. We don't need that stuff anymore. We don't need to fear eternal damnation to treat each other with kindness. We, we don't need to fear poverty because the universe is delivering abundance all the time, all the time. And people that are living in poverty are having an experience that we should not be judgmental about. But at the same time, they, they are having their experience that is their own creation. And we judge it because the matrix says that's wrong. They shouldn't be experiencing that. But I, you see pictures of these little kids in poverty in a, in a puddle somewhere playing, having the time of their lives. They don't know that, they're, that they shouldn't be experiencing that yet. Yeah. When they get a little older, they get into the matrix a little more, then they'll hear that, right? Mm -hmm. Oh, it was so awful that you were poor. Oh, it was so terrible that your father wasn't present. Or it was so terrible that you were raised by your grandmother. Or it was so terrible that, you know, you were sick as a kid. All of that judgment is a human creation that if it's causing us to suffer, and you can choose it if you want. There's nothing wrong with any belief system. You can choose that if you want, but think about the suffering that resides in should not be. Anytime you're suffering, it's because you're thinking this shouldn't be. I was listening to one of your clips on Instagram about the, you know, the shouldn't be's, which was real. I, I actually had to listen to it a few times. And that actually was very profound because at this moment in time, you know, I don't have a job, but let me tell you, I've been able to help friends I was dog sitting and house sitting last week. I went to visit um, someone who I'm close with in a local VA, you know, lifted his spirits. Um, I'm able to do favors for people that I haven't been able to do before because I don't have a job. So 
you know, the matrix that you should be online and looking for a job. What's going on? How come you don't have a job? But look, look at what I've accomplished in the last few weeks without a job. I'm still... Well, and the universe is obviously taking care of you because you're trusting it to. Exactly. Exactly. I've been living that way since 2017. I, I, I left a very high paying job to do this. And there are times that this is something that, that brings money in. There's times that it doesn't. And my lifestyle has never faltered for even one minute mm -hmm. in terms of the type of car that I drive, the house that I live in, the food that I eat, the clothes that I wear, doing the things that I want to do. It's it, the universe has always delivered for all of these years. And it always will because I allow it to do that. Mm -hmm. And I feel like I'm finally at a place where I'm going to experience it like never before. And that's what makes this tie practice. So it's probably one of the most, uh, probably the, one of the best decisions of my life to, to really get into that because I don't think, um, like I said, I wouldn't be where I am right now without it. There's no way. There's no way. I mean, even me scrolling through TikTok, watching like people talk about the law of attraction, like that's scratching the surface. Like there's just so much more. Yeah, I call it law of attraction is a good, it's a gateway drug into to higher consciousness if you allow it to be. It's a, because when you hear about it and you, you realize, well, gosh, there are times that I think about things that, that come true. And it's, sometimes it's easier to see it in other people than in ourselves. The really positive, confident people tend to do, quote unquote, better than the people that are always negative and, you know, focused on their problems. They seem to have more. Mm -hmm. You know, they think about coworkers or friends that are always focused on everything's bad. Yeah. Something's always breaking. The car's always getting, you know, breaking down or getting in a wreck. Uh, they're always getting tickets. So there was a person I used to work with that told me she had had like 45 speeding tickets. <laughs> and it's so funny because at the time I was driving this uh, really souped up car and I drove fast everywhere I went. I said, that's so weird because I, I never get stopped. I just don't think about getting stopped. And the car was like this electric blue with a spoiler. It was really, you know, eye catching. And I just said, my mindset is that I never get stopped. Mm -hmm. And she says, well, gosh, you know, I need to figure out how to, how to do that because I get stopped all the time and I get tickets all the time. And it's, it's so easy to see it in other people. Yeah. And so when we hear about the law of attraction, we think, gosh, I know that it's real, but how do I master it? How do I really employ it? And how do I get the things that I really want? And then that can be the source of frustration when you're not also understanding vibrational flow and duality and all of these other things, you know, the, the law of attraction is sort of like, like I said, it's a very sexy thing to talk about that draws people in, but either you get frustrated by it and quit and declare that it's not true, or you become a student and continue learning the other aspects of it because it's just a piece of the pie. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Vibrational flow is really where it's at. It's, you know, it's, it's, uh, and that is where I feel I have the most control now. I don't find myself DTS. And if I do, it's for a fleeting moment. And I find myself just in this constant state of gratitude and appreciation. And if I do dip down, which like I said, doesn't happen too often nowadays, even under all of those things that happened, I still were, I was still able to stay above neutral. Because that's what we want to do is we want we want to stay above neutral in terms of our default vibration. But like, you know, things happen. Contrast happens. That's why we're here. Um, I was listening to one of your podcasts yesterday um, about how we're here for it. 
We chose to be here for it. And, you know, things will happen. We have an opportunity to decipher and, and use our ego to discern our preferences and, you know, how we respond to things. Um, and it's so funny because, like, I'm single now and I just started dating, like, a few months ago. <laughs> and having this knowledge is, like, a curse from this because I'm my, my conscious, I'm like, and it's not about being better than anybody. I want to make sure that's clear. Like, it's just a higher way of thinking and, 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 and meeting random strangers, you know, from an app or wherever. And like having these conversations with people, it's so clear that so many are just so much, they're living unconsciously, literally living unconsciously. And again, there's no judgment in it ever. It's just a different path they're on. And there are those that, you know, you want to stay single and miserable, that's your choice, you know? And, and so I find like, okay, I have this knowledge. Once you know, you know, you can't unknow it. So no going back and it's great and all, but, um, the higher, the higher level of thinking you start, the the dating pool becomes very small. (laughs) Well, it really is about manifesting, um, allowing without need, which is important, mm-hmm. the, the, the right scenario just to present itself. And usually I know when I met Michael and I met Michael at, I was 51 and he was 50. There's a lot of 50 plus relationships. Ty is not just all 50 plus people, by the way, we've had people come through and people that are part of our community that are in their twenties all the way into the seventies. So it's, it runs all age groups. Um, but Michael turned out just to be the perfect person for me because he wasn't terribly into spirituality. He wasn't terribly into channeling. I always said I would never want to be in a relationship with someone that was like a fan of the stream. <laughs> you know, you're, you're sitting around at night, oh, bring the stream in all the time. That would, you know, I'd feel like I was on the clock all the time or something yeah. like that. So <clears throat> he's not like that. He's accepting of it. He's interested in it. He, I think he believes, um, because he's asked me before, were you channeling? Were you slipping into channeling? Early on in our relationship, he would do that. And he is a psychologist. Right. And so I said, so have you diagnosed me as schizophrenic or something? He goes, no, you're definitely not schizophrenic. There, there is a different version of you that you present when you're channeling the stream. And he knows that it's real, but he doesn't geek out on it. So for me, it's like the perfect relationship because he likes to think deeply about things. He likes to question uh, yeah. Because he's a psychologist, it was like the perfect person for me, literally the perfect person for me. I couldn't have designed a better human being to be in a relationship with. So, and I was not looking. Yep. I wasn't looking. I was at a, a, a party here in Palm Springs. I was on a date with somebody else. Uh, and that person was kind of wreaking some havoc in my life. And I realized, ah, you know, I, I, I kind of knew that that person wasn't going to be anybody I really needed to be with. And then I saw, oh, you were just the conduit that brought me to him. Isn't the universe amazing how these things orchestrate and how you find your way to somebody, even if it takes moving, mm-hmm. you, know, you, you are sort of marching toward your destiny, if you will. And if there's, if that includes another person romantic or otherwise, if you're not fighting it with need or doubt or fear or any of those things, it will just manifest. Mm-hmm. It will just happen. I am so confident that it will, that it's, it's, it's palpable. You know, there's no hope. Oh, I hope I meet this guy. No. Yeah. No. So you don't need Taya Tinder. Don't. 
Hey, that's actually pretty. We'll be we'll be in the uh, the Taya dating business at some point. No, I'm kidding. Uh, <laughs> I've I have heard that before. People want to date other Taya people. Um, you know, th this this practice is in its infancy, and there's not you know there's a few hundred of us around the world that practice this at this point. Um, you can't limit yourself to that. No. You know you can't because you know the the. Um, you know, the, the pool shrinks quite a bit. And then you are cutting out some, some really high vibrational experiences with people who may not be in, in this path, but they're on something that it would allow them to be open to it. Mm -hmm. And you're not going to convert anybody to this. You know, you're, you're, this is not, uh, you know, the, I grew up in the South with, with the Southern Baptists and they were all about converting. Mm -hmm. They were all about witnessing to you and, and bringing you to church and getting you saved. And, you know, it was, it was all about that. This is not that because you've got, to, you've got to find your way to this, that you, yeah. you've got to be vibrationally ready for it. And it is a leading edge practice. And, and I love that you said it doesn't make the, us superior because as soon as you start thinking you're superior, you're just being part of the matrix. Right. Because you're not appreciating that all of those belief systems make up the matrix. And the matrix humanity wouldn't be what it is if we didn't have atheists and Baptists and Catholics and people that are into prosperity, spirituality, if we didn't have, you know, the, the Abraham folks, you know, hanging on every word of Abraham, the, the, all of that has value. All of it does. Mm -hmm. All of it does. So we appreciate all of it. But when you're talking about having a deep conversation with someone, if they're not on your, your vibration, you know, you've got to keep it light because if you get into appreciation of all that is with people, and they're really in the matrix, they will go haywire on you really fast. Yep. I've had that really happen. And I'm like, oh, yeah. I need to back out of this conversation because yep. you're not ready to, you're not really ready to go into what I, you know, where I want to go with this, that, that wonderful place of, of authentic, literal appreciation of all that is. Mm -hmm. Because the matrix mm -hmm. says, no, 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 you're not allowed to appreciate, you know, X, Y, Z, fill in the blank. And that's where people want to argue. And I think it does take some time and some work to bring yourself to a space where, you, you can authentically appreciate all that is, but it, it's, you don't get there overnight and you don't start out with the big stuff. No, not at all. Not at all. And it's so true about how you really cannot, you can't go there with some people. And that was part of the demise of my relationship. I mean, I couldn't, I mean, we clearly just grew apart on every level. And, you know, now I know the next relationship I'm going to be in is going to be I love that idea of a tie, a tie dating app. Meet your vibrational match. Like how, what a great tagline. <laughs> but um, yeah. Tie a Tinder. Tie a Tinder. I love that. I, but you're right. I'm, I'm, you know, allowing it, knowing that, again, whatever the universe wants for me, I want to. I'm not putting any limitations on it. Living your life and just being in joy and appreciation and all the good things are going to come your way. And not everybody's ready for it, you know? Um, and, and I think one of the things that we learn as Taya practitioners is just leading by example. And that's all we can do. We are not here to tell anybody how to live their lives. It's just a matter of, hey, I want what she's having. Uh, so that's been really um, kind of interesting to see, like, how people have fallen off, falling, falling away from my life. Mm -hmm. um, this recent job I had, I had a boss who her and I were like oil and water and I triggered her big time and I wasn't doing anything to her. I was just being me and she could not, she couldn't handle it. It was, it was wild. It was, I've never experienced anything like it before where all I wanted to do is do my job and do it well and learn and 
try to get into this business that I was really interested in. And I just got blocked. And I feel like the universe put her in my path. Because it's funny when you have this, when you think about it in the way that I that we do is she was put in that position to push me out because I'm meant for something much bigger and different. So I, I have that. appreciation for her. I love that. That's, that's good detuning. That mm -hmm. she, she played a role in, in, in delivering your, or helping you towards your clarity. I love that. I know uh, we've got to wrap up. So is there yeah. anything uh, else you want to share as we wrap up? Trust. <laughs> Just trust. Isn't that and funny? That word, that word is so important. T-Y-A, trust mm -hmm. your abundance. Trust is everything. And, and detuning the stuff, you know, really changing the things that keep you from trusting. Without a doubt, trust is the operative word. Um, and I can't wait to see what unfolds. And I will uh, keep you updated. And maybe we'll do another podcast in like another couple of months. See where yeah, things are. Yeah, I'm sure we all want to hear now what's, what's going on with you. Because you're, you're navigating all of your life experiences with grace and ease and in, in such a high vibrational way. So you've been... Um, very inspiring, I'm sure, to everybody listening. So I want to take this opportunity. Thank you for being on and, and thank you for continuing uh, your Taya practice. I, I love to hear from all of you, even if we go months and months and months, uh, circling back and just hearing how you're employing it in your life is uh, very satisfying for me. So thank you. Well, thank and thank you, you all for listening. Hey, thanks for listening. And if you're enjoying this podcast, be sure to subscribe and leave a review wherever you're listening to this. Your feedback is very valuable to us and helps other people who may be looking for this type of information to find us. Thanks again for listening.